Welcome into Friday's edition of Hot Takes. I'm David Smith alongside Cody Blazak, and we're going to do things like normal. We're going to start with the NHL here. And we're both happy about last night's results. <laughs> Cody's was in much more dramatic fashion. Before we get there, let's recap some of the Wednesday night games, which two crazy games in two different crazy ways. The Hurricanes won in overtime, 2-1. to one. They still have not lost a home game to this point. I mean, they they were down pretty much the entire game. They score with two minutes and 23 seconds left in the third period. And then they score three minutes into overtime to win the game. I mean, this was one the Rangers had control of for most of the game, but you always kind of felt the Hurricanes were going to do something late. Yeah, I think you knew in the back of your head. A thing for this Carolina team, if they win every home game, depending on who would be their matchup in the finals, they will be the home team in every team unless Florida comes back against Tampa. So, I mean, if they're doing what they're doing, they have the Stanley Cup in the bag, (coughs) depending on who they play in the finals. All you got to do is win your home games. They're going to be the home team in every (laughs) series. If they they win this series and play Tampa, they'll be the home team. Mm -hmm. And then I believe... I believe the only way that they're not the home team is if... The Avalanche? Yeah, as if Colorado. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty positive that's how it would work out. I think the only team would be Colorado. So, I mean, if you win your home games like they've been doing... That's that's accurate. I'm looking through it right now. The only only teams with higher points than they have are the Avalanche and the Panthers. Yeah. So, I mean, unless unless Florida comes back and beats Tampa, you have home ice against Tampa, you win your home games, you're good to go. But, I, I don't know, I mean, this Hurricanes team, they're doing just enough to win, which isn't usually enough in the finals. You have to do more in other games. I, I Game yeah. two tonight is going to be a big decider whether this Hurricanes team is legit or not. The other game on Wednesday evening was a very, very entertaining one. The Flames won 9-6. to six. We're talking about hockey. Yeah, we are talking about not a couple of field goals here. We got hockey. Well, it's even crazier to me. Yeah, 9-6. But Calgary went up 3 to nothing. They went up 5-1. to one. Then they were 5-1, to one, yeah. It was even six to it was six to two at a time. And then then all of a sudden it gets six to six, and then they score three in the third period to close it out to make it nine to six. So it's not. I watched the first ten minutes of that game and turned it off because I was like, I'm not watching a blowout. I just wasn't going to do it. Woke up the next morning and saw it was nine to six. Biggest regret I've ever. <laughs> one of the biggest regrets I've ever had. Edmonton only had twenty eight shots. And they scored six of them, and Calgary had 48 and scored nine. Both of them are just ridiculously high goal-scoring percentages. Just seems like some very poor goalkeeping keeping on both sides here. Well, yeah, the offense was very high-powered, but there was just... it's what, what really blows my mind is out of 15 goals, there was only one power play goal. Which is really odd in a high-scoring game like that. So, 
like you said, it's either really poor goaltending or their offenses are just that good. Which, for both sides, you could make that debate. Yeah, it feels like a combination. It seems like we could see some high-scoring games. Probably not that high-scoring. Yeah, I was going to say, not, I don't know but, if you'll see that again, but you never I, know. I think we could get some, you know, a, um, you know, 6-4 type of games, very possible. Yeah, that would not surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw the winning team for every game score at least five goals in this series. Yeah, that should that honestly could be what happens. It should be what happens. I, it might be who makes it to five first. It really might. In this case, whoever makes it to six, but... Before we get to Tampa, real quick, last night, the Blues, a big road win there, taking home court. Home court, home ice, I should say. This was, I mean, the Avalanche could have rolled through the series, I thought, and now you're kind of you're going back to St. Louis. It's tied at one. You've lost home ice advantage. I still think the Avalanche handle this one, but I think it's this is another op- this is another showing here that this is going to take them longer than it should. Probably. Well, this is one of those series, and I think I said this Wednesday. I think it's going to be in four by Colorado. Or you're going to see it in in Game Seven. I, it's just one of those ways, and I don't. St. Louis is St. Louis is a gritty team. They know they don't have star power like Colorado, but they have the players that are willing to work harder. And I don't know if that work ethic will be able to get you to beat a Colorado team like this. I think you can make this series very interesting. I'm I'm just not sure at the end of the day they can do it though. Unless Cal Maker or Landeskog or McKinnon gets hurt. I'm just not sure that St. Louis has the depth to do it. Now, finally, what you've been waiting for. Tampa scored <coughs> excuse me, a go-ahead goal, a game-winning goal, with four seconds to go in the third period. It was tied at one. It all kind of felt like it was going to go to overtime and then a major defensive lapse from the Panthers led to a wide-open shot and goal for the Lightning. It led to my water being spilt everywhere. It wasn't water, everybody. I I will say, though, in situations like these, and, and this really can go for both teams, when you get down to 30 seconds... At a tie game, you're 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 thinking about overtime. I mean, you're probably thinking, let's just try and get this period over. Let's go regroup in the locker room, get our plan together. Let's go win this game in OT. The only thing about this goal was a poor, poor fundamental breakdown by Florida. That goal should not have been scored. It shouldn't have been. The announcer said it best on TV. Kucherov was behind the net. He is not scoring from behind the net. Why are you putting two players on him? If you could score from behind the net, they would have done it in the past. You can't do it. (laughs) I I mean, props to Kucherov and Ross Colton for playing all the way to the whistle. Props to him because Ross Colton was left wide open by four or five feet in front of the net. And, I mean, just netted it and ended the game with, I think the official time was 3.8 seconds left. 
that's a huge game changer in this series. Both these teams already hate each other. Tampa is ridiculously good at home, especially in the playoffs. They just took two games on the road to start the series. As biased as I am, this Panthers team is... They put themselves in a very, very deep hole. There's no no doubt about that, I don't think. And now looking... Looking forward at all of these series, let's go. We'll go ahead and start with Tampa. This. Well, I guess we'll go in chronological order here. There's two games tonight: Rangers, Hurricanes. Hurricanes still home. I think they continue this home winning streak going. I think they they take game two. I think there's no doubt about it. I think it's hard to pick against them. Yeah. When they're playing at home. Makes, um, our, makes our job easy. They have also home game. I'll just pick them at home. But if the Hurricanes week, are going to blow, I don't want to say blow the series. If they're going to lose it, they got to lose their home game tonight because they're not losing game five and they're not losing game seven. If the if if the Rangers are winning the series, they got to win tonight. Then you got to win yours on the on the at home. Because I, I don't see Carolina losing games five or seven. So, if I were making a pick, I'd take Carolina tonight. But if I were a Rangers fan, you better hope the Rangers come out tonight and net a couple quick goals real easy. you you got to find a way to stop Antiranta at home. Uh, he is he's a force right now. And you might be losing – Carolina might be losing on the road, but they're not – losing at home so if you find a way I don't really think you have an issue in his throughout the playoffs he's only allowed let me count this three four five six seven goals at home in five games it's pretty good we did see a team who was undefeated at home last night lose in the NBA. So you you never know when it comes down to this. I mean, these these are this is a wake of trend, but at some point you got to figure they're going to lose. I just don't think it'll be tonight. Um, I don't know if it'll be the series, but eventually they'll probably drop one at home. The other game tonight, they've got a lot to live up to. The Oilers and the Flames. I don't think they'll live up to it, but I think it will be a fun contested matchup. I do think the Flames win at home. Though. This is this is another one of those. Um, Rivalries in the playoffs, though. Both of these teams, like Tampa and Florida, excuse me, just absolutely hate each other. They're they're not they're they're not friendly teams. There was an article that came out a couple days ago that, um, like the best rivalries in hockey and where Florida and uh, Tampa rank, number one was Calgary. In Edmonton, I mean, these teams want to just jump on each other. First I mean, it, time they've met in a series in 31 years. This is I, I because I turned the game off so early. I don't know what it is. This is one of those where you expect it to be good games, but you're going to see a lot of fighting. So if you want to watch something for entertainment, this is the series to watch because you're going to see a lot of fights in this series. On Saturday, the Avalanche travel to St. Louis now to face off with the Blues. The Avalanche are a decently heavy favorite on the road. 
As far I think as St. Louis takes it. <clears throat> I think the Avalanche bounce back. St. Louis, St. Louis really loves this hockey team. I think home ice for St. Louis is one of the best in the playoffs. I don't think they take the series, but I I think they'll take game three. They may not take another game after that, but I do think they'll take game three. On Sunday, the they Panthers... a bunch of games. Yeah, there are three games. Two of them that take place tonight. So we won't really touch on those. But the Panthers and Lightning, their next game will be Sunday, 1230 Central Time. The Panthers are a slight favorite on the road. Don't understand how. <clears throat> you just watched Tampa take both games from them at home. They're debatably in the past five years the best team at home in the playoffs. I I think Tampa's going to sweep them. <laughs> I still I said that I feel like Tampa's either going to sweep them or it's going to go Game Seven. I mean, I I I. I I really see no reason not to take Tampa when you're missing Braden Point. Brandon Hagel got hurt last night, and Stamkos got hurt last night. He did return, and Tampa still beat you on the road. Two of your best players was out. One of your best players is out, was out for game two. One of them was out for, I think it was like 15-ish minutes. Another one, they haven't released what his injury is and is a full be back. And they still beat you. I, I, I see no reason for n- not to pick Tampa. No, I, I agree. I think absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't shock me to see them lose one of these two games, but they're in total control of the series. I mean, they've they've got home ice advantage and then some. Um, they can drop a game at home and still hold the advantage. I mean, winning both opening games on the road is huge. And now they've got that luxury. I think I think Tampa wraps this up. This could be the earliest series to finish i believe uh yeah i would i would think i would have to agree with that we're about halfway through the episode now let's switch gears on to the nba we'll start on wednesday evening a 25 point victory for the golden state warriors over the dallas mavericks i mean this just kind of looked like a vintage warriors performance they just, I mean, they... I thought it was going to be an overhyped series. It's one of those things where Golden States were having their issues. You knew they were going to come to an end. And I think you knew the Mavericks weren't going to stay that hot. Do I think it could be a good series still? Sure. Do I think that Golden State is the much better team? Yes. Do I think they're going to win this series? Maybe in five? Yes. I really, I don't think there is a whole lot to talk about here. Luka is typically a very efficient player, shooting 6 of 18, 3 of 10 from 3. He finished with 20 points, but he also had 7 turnovers. I don't think he could have played really well in this game, and they still would have lost. It would have been closer, but if you're going to have a bad game, Luka, it's good to get it out there because you weren't really going to beat this Warriors team with the way they played last night. Or not last night, two nights ago. Well, which is crazy because it it wasn't really a dominant Steph or Clay night. It was just an overall great team performance. Yeah, I mean, they they only shot 
almost 35% from three, which we know they could, they're capable of shooting much higher. But they shot 56% from the field in general, which is crazy. Well, you, you – I mean, this is how well this Warriors team played. If you take all those threes they made away from them, they lost by five points in that game. I mean, that just shows you how much better they played than them. I do think Dallas gets two games in the series, though. I'll, I'll say Warriors in six here after watching game one. Um, I do think we've we've got at least one, and I think there's a real shot at getting two of just one of those Luka-type games where he's going to put – he could have a 40-point triple-double. Like, it's it's very possible. And if Luka's getting a 40-point triple-double, I don't care who you're playing, you're probably losing. I, I, think, I think you're going to get that, but I think it's not going to be a – or I think it's going to be a close game still. Yeah, it's very. It I think it be, might be. I think, like you said, you might get two of them. I think one of them will be Luca the buzzer and the other Steph at the buzzer. Not literally, but scenarios yeah. like that. I mean, I, I think that's what you'll be seeing. I just look. It, this Mavericks team is just god awful, terrible on paper. Compared to this Warriors team. They just play really, really well together. I mean, who who in the world thought that these players on a team together would make it to the Western Conference Finals? Not me. But, I mean, they've they've played really well. And the emergence of Jalen Brunson throughout the postseason has really assisted them. He's going to have to drop more than 14 a game if he wants to get this team a jump and keep going. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, these, these the way that Maxi Cleaver... Davis Bertans, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Reggie Bullock all played. On Tuesday, they played just about their worst games the postseason. Then the reason they had they had gotten this far is because all four of them are playing the best basketball they've played in their entire career. So if they can get back to that level and just kind of shake off this one game, then they'll be fine. Then they'll make the series interesting. I don't think they win it, of course, but I think they will make it interesting. If Golden State's able to, to hold them to the way they played in game one, then this could be a very early exit for the Dallas Mavericks. Because Luka can't – he will have a game where he does it all himself, but in order to get competitive in this series, he's going to need a lot of help. You know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not a coach, and I'm not a coach for a reason, <laughs> but – Cannot wait to see what you say here. <laughs> what uh, – I, I, why, why, why is Spencer Dinwiddie not starting? Just the way they've, they've run it ever since they've gotten I know, him. but he's been playing phenomenal off the bench. Yeah. 17 points in 24 minutes, it's not too shabby. No. And he's shooting, he shot 5 of 11. It's just under 500. I think if, if, the, game have, if, it been, if the game would have been close, he would have played more minutes. I think, I think they played a lot of veteran guys in the fourth. Veteran? How old? He ain't that old. He's 29. It's a veteran. LeBron is a veteran. LeBron's old. <laughs> What's Chris Paul then? Also old. I don't. I don't know if I would consider Spencer Dinwiddie doesn't have the experience to be considered a veteran either. Why not? He's played for eight years. Yeah, but I mean, like, like when you hear veteran, you think like good players. He just like he was just a player, and then he got good. He's still a veteran. Yeah, but. Let's go ahead and preview this Mavericks game, too, before we spend the last 10 minutes on the Celtics. Because <laughs> if, if I'm going to get this opportunity, I'm going to take it. Um, 
Mavs Warriors game two. I think Golden State takes game two as well. This one's going to be a lot closer, but I still think Golden State comes out on top. They're a six-point favorite. I think Dallas is going to be forced their back, backs against the wall to not go down 3-0, and I think they don't go down 3-0. I think they, think they take game three, but I do think Golden State takes game two. I think Golden State probably takes game two as well, but I'm waiting for – I feel like I'm still waiting for Golden State to be typical Golden State, I guess you would call it, where Steph is dropping 35 points and Clay is dropping 27 right behind him. Because you're, see- you're, see- you're not seeing flashy Golden State. You're seeing a team effort by Golden State, which, I mean, either way they win. It really doesn't matter which effort you get from them. But – What I'm wondering is whether if Golden State makes it to the finals, whether they're playing Miami or the the Celtics, is that team play en- enough to beat either of those teams? And this is another thing I was going to talk about at the end. We can talk about it now. The Golden State and Dallas are two very good teams. Don't get me wrong. But neither of them play the level of defense that we've seen from those three Eastern Conference teams, be Milwaukee, Boston, and Miami, all three of those defenses, and obviously it's just Miami and Boston left now, but both those defenses play so much better defensively than Golden State and Dallas. And Golden State's the better defense of the two of them. Dallas doesn't, is not really great defensively. But that's my that's my thought process on Golden State will have not faced, and obviously Memphis is a good defense. Memphis is a better defense than Dallas is. But Memphis's defense will have been the best defense they play in the playoffs before they face off against Miami or Boston. Presumably, the Golden State gets to the NBA Finals, and that's gonna that they're gonna be in for a wake up call. They're gonna drop Game One in that series simply because they're they're just not gonna be ready for the kind of defensive level of intensity that Boston or Miami will bring to them. Well, we've we, we've talked about this before. I, th- I think we specifically talked about Golden State and Boston. Yeah, they'll probably drop game one because no matter who they play, they, it will be on the road. My, my thing is, though, Boston and Miami are both leaps better than Golden State's defense. But when Clay and Steph are both on... Golden State is leaps better than either of their offenses. So that's that's where I start to wonder where's the level? What is Golden State's offense that much better than those defenses or are those defenses that much better than that offense? And that's what's going to make this NBA finals a ton that, of fun. <laughs> that's what's that's what well that's if Golden State makes it, which they should. They should. But yeah. it, it it gets me wondering I know everybody always says defenses win championships. But in recent history it's usually which offense is better. It's how it it's, it's just how the game is transforming. And yeah, it feels like Boston is taking a step back in history and their defense is just that good, but their offense is also very good. It is, it so is. does an overpowered offense are they better than 
I don't know the word, a level defense and offense, I guess you would call it. I don't want to say level because it's really, yeah, really good. But where's the, the, the question is where the, where the balance is there. That's the, that's the question. Um, and I think it's going to be a ton of fun in the NBA Finals. Obviously, I'd love to see the Celtics get there, and we'll get to them in just a minute. But it's just a matter of whether it be Miami or Boston, their defense is so good, but you're right. There, there will be a game, at least a game, to probably two games, could be three games, that Golden State is just on. And they're on and they're on and they're on. And it does not matter the level of defense you play. Steph's going to hit shots from 35 feet out. And if he shoots 9 of 12 from 3 shooting, you, you're you're going to have a tough time. And it's very, very plausible to see Steph have one of those games. Well, I think that's the scary part about Golden State because, yeah, Steph's going to do that. But you know Clay is going to do that in one yeah. point or another, too. It's not going to be nearly as consistent as Steph. But you know there's a game where Clay is going to take over. And he's going to drop 40 points out of nowhere. Yeah. You just, I know everybody's like, game six, Clay, blah, blah, blah. He might do it. You just don't know when he'll do it. It's just out of nowhere, usually. So, there's a part of me. I don't think there's a part of me. I think I really want Boston to make it just because I'm so curious on how it would play out. Because I don't even know, just because of the way you can compare the two, I don't even know which team I would call the better team because, once again, Golden State's offense is so much better, but where's where's the level playing field? What yeah. what takes it? I anyway, think, let's get into your Celtics. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll close it with this. Golden State's offense is really, really good, and obviously their peak is higher than Boston's peak. But if Boston's offense is hitting, then well, they, what is, they're in what trouble. Is, here, let's let's do some math. Look up Boston. Do you know what they allow on average points per game off regular, the top of your head? Regular season? Yeah. Like 102 I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this. It's 102 is what they... Yeah. Okay, regular season... 104.5, which is the lowest in the NBA. 104.5? Yeah. We'll call it, we'll call it 105. Golden State scores... 111 yeah on average also that's without Steph and clay for parts of the season we'll average that out to what 108 that would be the middle ground yeah what is do you know what they score game boston yeah 112 so i mean if you look at it that way i just don't know if it's a fair comparison because the players golden state was missing let's you get also into get some times of sorry go ahead yeah let's get into the season conference finals we got two minutes left here <laughs> <laughs> Miami has won one quarter this season. I mean, one quarter, one quarter of this series. And that was that third quarter they won by 25 points. And obviously, if you lose a quarter by 25, it doesn't matter how you play in the other three. You're probably you're going to lose that game, simply put. Boston came out. Everybody said Boston was going to come out. And that made me scared because you've got four. You know, when all the experts pick the team that you want to win, you're like, oh, crap, we're going to lose now. Didn't matter in this game. This was a dominant performance. And one thing that I'm con- concerned about moving forward with Miami here. P.J. Tucker went down with an injury that could be very severe. He's getting an MRI on his knee today. Have not seen results on that yet. Without P.J. Tucker there, Miami does not have the kind of players to match up with Boston. P.J. Tucker has put a cap on, on Jason Tatum. Every time that Tucker's guarded Tatum, he's borderline shut him down. Without P.J. Tucker, Miami is in a ton of trouble. They started throwing doubles at Jason Tatum 35 feet from the basket, and Boston's just way too good chemistry-wise. They're going to find that open guy. Miami could be in for an early exit here if they're without P.J. Tucker. Like Boston, it would not shock me to see Boston take the next three games if P.J. Tucker is not there. 
Will I th- they? I don't think so. I still, I still think Celtics and six is the right call, but I, I think it still could be an interesting series. But I w- think it could be devastating for Miami. The one thing, though, everybody is like, that's how, the Celtics team is that much better with Marcus Smart. And, yes, and I and agree. Al Horford as well. Well, let me say this. Yes, I agree. But it was one game. Say it after the series is over because. It's one game. Wait to see how much of a difference. And yes, he made a huge difference in game two. Mm-hmm. But just, and even the experts, it's one game. Chill out on he makes a team 25 points better. No player does that. Yeah, I mean, also, out. I mean, the they're missing two starters in game one, Horford being the other one. And Horford now, out of players left in the playoffs, he has the second highest defensive rating or defensive opponent field goal rating. The only other person that's higher is Draymond Green. But it'll make the series fun. I like Boston in six here, obviously. I'm set up for a Celtics-Warriors finals, which I think Cody would be interested in as well. I'm not sure when we'll be back for you next, but that's Cody Blazak. I'm David Smith. This has been Hot Takes. Go Celtics, everybody.